0: Welcome to Talks with Twyla. This week's guest needs no introduction. Sit back and enjoy and get informed. Right now, it's time for your host. Here's Twyla. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Talks with Twyla. I'm Twyla. I'm your host, and... Today's show is all about mental health and how imperative it is to really, really be intentional about our mental health as we go through a divorce. I'm in a series. I'm in a series that's entitled, in big, bold letters, Relax, and it is. It's regarding mental health, and this is part two of that series. And so today's special guest, I'm so super excited to have her with us on today. I have Ms. Renee Bauer. She is an award-winning divorce attorney, published author, founder of the family law firm, Bauer Law Group. Renee is highly sought after by local and regional media outlets, podcasts, and conferences. She is passionate about various family dynamics such as the blended family, co-parenting, and relationships. And having walked this path herself, and I can completely relate. I have two. Renee knows what it feels like to face uncertainty, shame, and the fear of losing life as she knew it. So let's welcome Ms. Renee Bauer to the show.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me, Twyla. I'm so excited to be here and talking about this really important topic. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Thank you for joining. You're welcome. You're so right. It's a very important topic. So why don't you just dive right on in and tell the uh, listeners about what you do. And let's just walk through this journey of how divorce affects our mental health. Let's just talk about it.
1: Yeah, so I am a divorce lawyer and have been doing this almost 20 years now. And, you know, the funny thing about being a divorce lawyer is when you go to law school, the one thing that they don't teach you about is really how to help someone through a divorce. You're, you're going to law school and you're learning about the law and statutes and case law and all that. But when you actually start working in the space of family law, there's so much more to it. And you're almost have to be like a therapist and a social worker. You know, when you're helping clients and looking at it really from a holistic perspective and spending time with them and talking about mindset, they come out thriving rather than just having survived the process. And I think that's because divorce take such a toll on you emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally and even physically. So much of that has to do with the uncertainty and overwhelm and anxiety that happens when someone's going through a divorce. And you could probably have someone who may never have experienced those things in their entire life. And now they're thrust into this really unfamiliar, terrifying process. And all of a sudden, all of these things come up and it creates all sorts of emotions and anger and resentment and mm-hmm. you know everything and jealousy and you know kind of like the worst of the worst that you could ever feel you do in such a concentrated period of time when you're going through that divorce. So mental health and your mental wellness is so important as part of this process, and it's so much more than what you're getting or not getting for alimony or what the parenting plan looks like. You you know someone who has or is going through this journey really needs to spend some time focusing on their own mental wellness in order to really come out the other end and be okay and thrive and and have a happy even after, even if it looks a little different than
0: they imagined. Oh, absolutely. You said a mouthful there, Renee. You're so (laughs) right. I, I love it though, because I've been down that path of journey and that divorce recovery and My emotions, I know personally for me, they change sometimes hour by hour um, in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, one minute I may have been upset, crying, the next I was angry, um, Mm -hmm. just whatever. And I've always been told that divorce is like a death, you Mm -hmm. you know, and it truly is. And as a 12-year post-divorcee now, I look back on that divorce recovery and I had two minor children. But I look back at it and I say, you know what? It really was. It really was. And I actually had to go get counseling. I I just didn't know how to (laughs) go forward and Mm -hmm. and just dealing with just me. And then I had my two children to deal with and try to make sure they were okay. And they, oh, it was rough. It was rough. So let's talk about that counseling piece. Have you found that? Some clients that come to you, do you recommend that, or did you do that yourself?
1: Yeah, so I think that every person who goes through a divorce should absolutely have some sort of counseling at some point in the process. Even if you think that oh, it's okay, or I'm the one who wanted it, I think that everyone needs some level of counseling, and there isn't any shame in that. You know, I think right. for so long people felt like embarrassed about getting counseling, and This is that's a tool to help you process what's happening and also to identify what happened. Why did your marriage Mm break down? Why did your relationship not work? What contributing factors did you bring to that breakdown? Because Sometimes people don't want to look at that, but it's so important because you want to make sure that that doesn't happen the next time, the next relationship that you go into. So it's helping you just really deal with the emotions of going through the process and then just sort of working through the grief because you are absolutely right. It is a grieving process and you're on a roller coaster you know, one oh, yeah. minute, one minute yeah. you could be good and you're empowered and you're feeling like you take on the world. And the next minute you're sitting in your bathroom sobbing, you
0: know? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 You're absolutely right. Yes. I mean, I personally just could not even be in the same space as my then uh, ex uh, Well, of course he was my ex-husband, but we were going through the process at the time. So we weren't, it wasn't final, but I could not even stand Renee to be in the same Face with him, my son was in football, and like, mm-hmm. no, I will be on the other side of the stadium i don't even want to <laughs> I want yeah. to be in the general vicinity of this. Yeah, so those were the angry em- emotions mm-hmm. I had, right?
1: Yeah, and sometimes you have to just do that. You have to go on the opposite side of the field because that's what you need. It, you need some separation. And, and you, you know, it's smart to remove yourself from something that, you know, this isn't a good situation. And nothing good is going to come of us having a conversation right now and recognizing that now is not the time and being able to kind of put it in its place and know that you're going to have moments where you don't show up as your best self. And that's okay. You know, that's Mm -hmm. perfectly fine and normal and you're only human. So allow yourself to kind of go through all of that and forgive yourself. I think that that's such a big piece of, of divorce too, is we have guilt from the divorce and thinking Mm. what it's going to do to the kids and just forgive yourself and allow yourself to say, you know what, this relationship didn't serve me. This was not not healthy. Or maybe I just wasn't happy, all good Mm. reasons. And you don't need to have another reason. You don't need to justify the why and just recognize that it's okay. And there isn't some stigma attached to the divorce. And I think that, you know, that's why I do the work that I do is because I don't want people to feel the shame of a divorce or feel like it's defined them or that's like the first quality they share about themselves. It's just a bit, a moment in your life. It's not the end of the story. It's just really the beginning of a new adventure.
0: Absolutely. That is so true. Yes. And I love your podcast title as well. The Happy even after, not ever after, but even after, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's so true. So true. I can completely relate to that. And at the time when you're going through it, you just like, oh my gosh, what is, what is going to happen? You know, you don't really see two months afterwards, let alone two hours. You're just like, I'm just trying to get through the day, get through the moment. Mm-hmm. Right. So you don't really see that the happy even after, is really, it's going to be better after you get through all those emotions and the co-parenting battles. And, you know, you said a mouthful a a while ago about forgive yourself. I think that's the first step. The healing process begins when we forgive ourselves, you know, and don't blame ourselves, right?
1: Absolutely. And right. And so no matter whether you're the one who wants the divorce or not, it doesn't matter. It's not worth looking back. And I like to say, like, if you keep looking over your shoulder and looking in the past and and saying, what if, and could have, I have done something different. Like you're going to eventually just walk into a wall. Like you need to look Mm. ahead and keep moving forward and taking a step forward. You know, it's always funny when someone's going through a divorce that when they're really stuck and they're really having a hard time with it, And I always Mm -hmm. tell them, like, give yourself a year to really kind of heal Mm -hmm. and come out the other side. A lot of times I'll have clients reach back to me about a year after their divorce and say, you know what? I didn't realize how unhappy I was until I now I'm living a separate, a different life. I'm doing things that I never thought I would ever do. I'm taking Mm -hmm. up activities. I'm enjoying life. And I found joy again. And I would have never experienced that had the divorce not happened, and I would have just stayed sort of stuck in the status quo. And so I love those stories, because Mm -hmm. it's someone sharing their, you know, I thought that there was no hope. And then I realized that, you know, life can be beautiful after a divorce.
0: Right, absolutely. It can be it can be and most of the time it is, you know, Mm -hmm. me me personally, I have not remarried. And I'm not looking to do that anytime soon. (laughs) I don't even have a prospect. But yes, um one year is so great. Just give yourself one year to go through the healing process me Renee I didn't even date again until at least 3 years after my divorce. I did not want any part of it, you
1: know. But that's smart. That that's when you won't make the mistake. So what I did was I started dating quickly after. I ended up getting married a second time and it was too fast and too soon and you know, I made all of those mistakes and that marriage was really short but also was not a good fit and I didn't have the time to really fully heal and then when that relationship ended and I did give myself the space, I was able to really recognize and identify, okay, what do I need from a relationship? Then that's when you have that time to really reflect on what it is you're looking for and what's going to be a healthy relationship. And I think that you're absolutely right in that there should be a stretch of time And I don't know if there's a set number of years, but I've heard people say two years is, you know, a good stretch of time to really stay single and kind of date yourself and just Mm -hmm. spend time with yourself. So Mm -hmm. I think you're, you're doing everything right.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you're right. I don't know if there's a defined stretch of time either. I I just say whatever works for the individual, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever you feel is right for you. like it could right. be a year for someone, it could be two, it could be five for somebody else. It just depends. So right. Wow, wow, wow. So yeah, I, I know that we're talking about mental health, and let's divert a little bit. During this pandemic, there's a lot going on. People have spent more time together. I mean, husbands and wives in the same house, working from home together, outside of, you know, not going to work like prior to COVID. So do you feel that a lot of couples now are really, really uh, having a difficult time with this season that we're going through in in this pandemic?
1: That's a great question because a study just came out last week that said that the divorce rate has increased by 34% since the pandemic. And what's even more fascinating to me anyway, is that it's doubled for newlyweds and especially for those married under five months. So that was like, you know, these couples are, oh, "Oh," you know, it was all fun and we planned a wedding and now we have to like really spend time together. the The statistics are clear that the pandemic has definitely impacted relationships you know and and you always wonder is it the pandemic that caused the divorce or was this relationship broken anyway and the pandemic Mm -hmm. really just Heightened or exaggerated what was not working in the relationship, and it forced people to make some decisions. Mm. So you know who knows, but there's so many stressors that are happening right now, and financial stressors, yeah. and unemployment, and maybe losing a parent. There's just so many things that we're seeing that could impact. marriage. And it's like you have one or two stressors that usually happens during someone's marriage at one time. And now you're just piling the stressors on top of each other. And there's so many at one time. So yes, there has definitely been an impact in my Law practice, I can tell you, is the phones are ringing off the hook. So people are making decisions and deciding that they're not going to let the pandemic kind of keep them stuck. They're going to make decisions and move forward. And if something's just not working, they're they're um, they're going to choose something different.
0: Right? Yeah. And so for the, before the vet, betterment for all involved, the children, yeah. everyone, and you know everybody mental health will be much better. I always say kids are resilient. They'll bounce yeah. back. You know, yeah. don't ever stay together just for the children. You know, that's not a reason.
1: It's so heartbreaking <laughs> to me to hear someone say that or someone who's an older couple and they they'll come into my office and they'll say, well, we stay together for the children. And that just like really just, just tears me up because oh, yeah. I'm like that was so much of your life that you weren't living. And your kids would have been fine and you could have also been happy. You know, we only Mm -hmm. have one life to live and we have to do things that are going to bring us joy. And I'm not talking about being irrational and um, making bad decisions Mm -hmm. and bad choices Mm -hmm. and and, you know, and, and I'm not saying to go do all of these things that you might regret later on. But I'm saying to really dig deep as to what is it that brings you joy and happiness? And are you finding that in your relationship? And if you're not, can you fix it together? Because that's always the first step. I'm certainly not the one who says everyone needs a divorce. I say, you know, go to counseling first, figure it out if you guys can do this together and grow together. And if you can't You have a choice to move on with your lives in a separate direction. So it's so sad when someone really stays stuck because they think they're doing what's right for the kids. But you are absolutely right. Kids are resilient. It's not divorces that impact kids negatively. It's uh, conflict. And the studies are clear. It's conflict.
0: Absolutely. Growing up in a dysfunctional home. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Wow. Wow. This has been awesome, awesome, awesome. And I don't know if you follow me, Talks with Twyla, but... Listening to some of my podcasts, but Renee, I always like to leave the listeners with something positive, I'm all about inspiration and empowerment and encouragement. So before we wrap up today, is there anything else you want to leave with the listeners as it relates to the subject matter and to empower them and to encourage and inspire those that will listen to this podcast?
1: Yeah, that's a great way to end a podcast. Even though if you're going through a divorce, it feels like it might be the worst thing in the world right now, there is a world of opportunity out there to really rediscover who you are and what your joys are and what you're uh, passionate about and use that opportunity. Use the time where maybe you have the weekends where you're not parenting your kids to um, do something that feels good. And maybe it's a cooking class or a book club, or you're going to train for a marathon or just do something for you. And it's not selfish. It's self-care and you are uh, worthy of it.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That is awesome. I love that self-care. Yes. I'm all about it. I always say, if you can enjoy your own company, then you're in a good space. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Renee, it has been a pleasure. And one last thing, tell the listeners how they can connect with you, your social media website or whatever you'd like to provide for your communication.
1: Yeah, so I love to hang out over on Instagram. It's kind of my favorite social media platform. So my Instagram handle is at Ms. Renee Bauer. And from there, you can link up to my YouTube channel and my website and everything else that I have
0: going on. Absolutely. And you have a lot going on. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm love it. i all about that. So thank you again. It's been a pleasure to have you on Talks with Twyla as a special guest. And I look forward to this episode being published. And I am very hopeful that something was shared by you today that will be an encouragement to those that listen to this. Thank you so much, Twyla. You're welcome. And have a wonderful, wonderful day, Renee. You too. Thank you. Wow, wow, wow. I'd like to thank my special guest, Miss Renee Bauer, the award-winning divorce attorney, Arthur, podcast host. Y'all, wasn't she amazing? And as a divorcee myself, I could certainly relate to most of everything she talked about during this episode So I'd like to leave you with this. As she stated, make sure that you take care of you as you go through a divorce. And self-care is not selfish. It's necessary. So remember, until next time, a brighter day is coming. Talks with Twyla is out.
1: Are you going through a divorce and don't know which way to turn? Turn to the D-Course with award-winning divorce attorney Renee Bauer, where you will start your journey of healing and recovery after divorce. Invest in yourself for only $2.99. And you can buy this course at twilammarks.com.
0: Thank you for listening to Talks with Twyla. If you're a regular listener, thank you so much. If you're a new listener, I hope you were informed today. From the staff and our host, Twyla, have a blessed day.